that's scary when you see the back end of your boat getting deeper and deeper in the water and you see that water actually up where you've been standing. Roger Googe and his family spent more than 20 hours floating in the Atlantic Ocean after their boat sank. At the same time, Roger's wife Kay was praying that they would be found. I said, Lord, you don't, I don't know where they are, but you do. And I'm just going to trust you no matter what. And a, a peace came over me. Times like these, it's hard to see, but somehow I have a peace. You're near. Roger and Kay Googe are our guests on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. We heard the beginning of their story last week. On this episode, you'll learn how the Googe family was rescued and how God worked in their lives in the months that followed. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. You're going to also hear from Billy Graham about our need for spiritual rescue through Jesus Christ. Just as every ship must have its master, so every life must have its guide and captain. Life's sea is too treacherous. You can learn more about making Jesus the guide and captain of your life at our website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. And by the way, November 7th was Billy Graham's 99th birthday. So we want to say happy birthday, Mr. Graham. And one of the ways we're celebrating is the Billy Graham channel on Sirius XM channel 145. On there, we're playing some of Billy Graham's most inspiring messages from throughout his seven decades of ministry around the world. It is a limited time channel, so you'll have to check it out between now and next Friday, the 17th. The place to find it is on Sirius XM Satellite Radio, channel 145, the Billy Graham channel. GPS. God. People. Stories. On last week's episode of GPS, Roger Googe described the day his family's boat sank while they were fishing 21 miles off the South Carolina coast. It is really a frightening thing to know that you're out in the water that far from shore you know it's just like you're just a grain of sand in a huge huge parking lot that no one knows where that grain of sand is but they they tell you there's there's one grain of white sand out there in that parking lot and i want you to find it roger his two adult sons his son-in-law and three grandsons floated together in the water for an entire day waiting to be rescued but by nighttime, the Coast Guard still hadn't shown up, and the Googe family was getting exhausted. All day Saturday, of course, we all prayed. We all prayed. I mean, when you look in every direction, you don't see nothing but water. And at night, you don't see nothing but the stars. And, and the sky touches the water every direction. It's a very frightening thing. Besides exhaustion and fear, the family was dealing with dehydration, sunburn, and jellyfish stings. And to add to that, the gasoline that had spilled out of the boat had surrounded it, and it was burning their skin. And there were also sharks swimming in the water nearby. But in spite of all that... The only time I really got worried was about 3 o'clock in the morning. There was a fishing trawler coming at us. Now, we didn't know what it was. By the way, a trawler is a large commercial fishing boat. The light was coming directly at us. And, you know, when you're out in the ocean, it's not like a, you see a, 
a white line or a yellow line in the middle of the road you know as long as you stay on this side they're going to be on that side we didn't know which which side he was coming on the important thing was us not to be in the way when he come through i told the boys i said guys we need to be ready to go one way or the other uh and he actually passed about 40 yards from us and uh, of course he is oblivious of the fact that we were there that narrow escape left Roger worried about having to dodge boats all night. But thankfully, the next light that the Guja saw didn't come from a boat. Early in the morning, we noticed helicopter getting closer to us, and it, was, it just made a, it also made a different sound. It wasn't like hearing a helicopter way off. It was more like a, the blades hitting water. It was just choo, 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 choo. before you ever realized that you could hear that. Now you're beginning to hear the sound of the engine. Uh, which today is one of my favorite sounds, <laughs> but you know he 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 got he eventually got you know you would see a searchlight and then he would pass and then all you'd see was that red blinking light and it would go almost out of sight and then you'd see that white searchlight. That white searchlight belonged to a Coast Guard helicopter. Roger's daughter Kisa had called the Coast Guard to report the men in the family as missing when they didn't return from their fishing trip. Roger's wife, Kay, describes what it felt like not knowing what had happened to her family. I said, Lord, you don't, I don't know where they are, but you do. And I'm just going to trust you no matter what. And a a peace came over me. I sat down with my daughter and daughter-in-law and and granddaughters, and we uh, read scripture. We prayed all night long. After that long, sleepless night spent in prayer, Kay had a strong feeling that they were about to receive some news from the Coast Guard. I looked at the girls and I said, we need to go get dressed because they're going to be calling us. I just, in my heart, I knew that that they would be calling. And we got up and I walked over and started up the flight of stairs to the second floor to get dressed and the phone rang, my daughter's phone rang, and it was the Coast Guard. We all ran back to the kitchen where she was at. They told her that they had found them, all seven of them, and they were okay. And the first thing we did was drop to our knees and pray and thank God. Jesus, I thank you. And I thank That's right. All seven people in the water from age 5 to 60 were rescued. How did it happen? Well, let's go back to Roger and the others. They'd been staying close to a large floating cooler, watching the white searchlight overhead. We had that cooler, and we were shaking that cooler, and you, you, we were screaming and hollering. But, you know, a helicopter, they can't hear you, but you can't help but do it anyway. But all of a sudden, he made a U-turn. And he came right back down the same way he had before. This time when the light hit us, he began to circle us. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I can't express my thoughts right then. The helicopter dropped a cage down, and a man in a wetsuit appeared in the water in front of Roger. He just all of a sudden came up right in front of me, asked me was. We all there. I said, yes, we're all here. Is everybody all right? Everybody's all right. 
he said who's going first and then they began to take they took uh, jody and xander which was my youngest grandson and my youngest son took them up first and then they took the two other grandsons at, at once and then uh they took my older son left me and rex in the water they couldn't take but five so um they just hovered there until the next helicopter came and then they picked me and rex up and uh um, took us straight to the medical center. Roger mentioned to us that he could not express his thoughts when he realized his family was about to be rescued. But we asked him to try, as best as he could, what that felt like. Every time I'd see that cage go up to the helicopter, it'd be like a volcano. It'd just bust out. Thank you, God. That was a relief that I had to know my boys were safe. Don't believe for a second I wasn't thankful when I got on hard ground at the hospital because I was. I can't remember how many times I thanked God. When Kay got to the hospital, she had the same reaction. Overwhelming thankfulness to God. And I think how close I came to losing both my sons, three of my five grandsons, a son-in-law, and my husband. And it's an overwhelming feeling and even like now, thinking back on it, it brings up how grateful and thankful I am for what God did. That thankfulness continues to this day, especially since the Coast Guard told the Gouges how miraculous it was that all seven of them were found alive, together, and unharmed. Our youngest grandson, of course, was Xander, and his nurse, her husband, was a marine biologist there in Charleston, and she told us, she said that he had told her that where they found them was where he did all of his large shark specimen hunting. And later we found out that Rodney and Rex both had spotted sharks in the water around the boat. For all of us, to, for seven of us, all of us to have been safe, no, none of us hurt, uh, was a miracle. And Roger never hesitates to tell other people about this miracle that happened to his family. You know, I don't understand why God would allow me not to be eaten and why god's mercy was given to me or my sons but you know i i I thought while i was in the ocean god if you'll save my boys i'll tell it everywhere i go and i've tried to be faithful to that i've spoken a lot of churches and i've spoke for men's sunday school classes and in women's Sunday school classes, I've tried to never turn down someone. It doesn't matter where they are. We've gone all over the country. The Gouges have shared their story on Fox News, The 700 Club, and other major media outlets. A few months after the rescue, they also had the chance to personally thank the Coast Guard crew members who saved them. You know, I said, I thank you guys for doing your job and doing it well. Uh, You could have looked away 10 seconds, and it would have been fatal for us. 
people said, you did your job, you did it well. It's important to mention that Roger sees his family's survival from an eternal perspective. The media exposure to their story has given them an opportunity to share about God and Jesus Christ with thousands of people. And that was my avenue for giving God the credit because he deserves, he's worthy and he deserves all the glory. And it wasn't for his great marvelous mercy, we wouldn't be here to tell this story. One of the most notable people the Googe family told their story to is Billy Graham. Mr. Graham invited them to his home in the mountains of North Carolina after hearing what happened to them. To actually get to see uh, Billy Graham and to have him look eye-to-eye contact with you and you be able to talk to him and him listen and, and you know, you tell him, uh, you start telling your story and he'll look dead in your eyes and just shake his head and... Uh, and it's an amazing story to him. Another amazing thing happened to the Googe family in the months after their disastrous day in the ocean. It involves Roger's son, Jody, and Jody's son, Xander. Xander, back when, when they got in the water and Jody told him to ask Jesus, Jesus, to save him. Jody called me on the January the 1st, 2011, and he said, Dad, Xander's got something he wants to tell you. I said, we'll put him on some. And Xander said, uh, Granddad, I just asked Jesus in my heart. <laughs> I said, well, praise the Lord, son. Well, you know, not only did he save him out of the water, but he answered his prayer to the fullest and saved him eternally. And I thank God for that. God can save you too. He offers the free gift of eternal life through his son, Jesus Christ. And if you surrender your heart to Jesus, you'll be welcomed into heaven when you die. And you'll be given new power and a new strength to live your life here on earth. Would you like to know more about that? Pay us a visit at findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. In just a minute, Roger and Kay share one final thought while looking back on the fishing trip that forever changed their family. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. This is a story about a storm at sea that illustrates our spiritual lives. Billy Graham. The scripture says it was now dark and Jesus was not come to them and the sea arose by reason of a great wind that blew. They willingly received Jesus into the ship when he did come and immediately the ship was at the land whether they went. In our self-sufficiency we try to steer our frail boats across the seas and through the storms of light. In our pride we would like to be the masters of our own fate and the captains of our own souls. We should learn from history that we cannot successfully ship for ourselves. Just as every ship must have its master, so every life must have its guide and captain. Life's sea is too treacherous. That is why Christ once said, Ye call me Lord and Master, for so I am. There can be no successful voyage through the storms of life without Christ at the helm of our lives. He is always near in every crisis, ready to rescue us if we want to be rescued. 
This week, Billy Graham began his 100th year of life. And here at the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, we want to celebrate what God has done through his ministry. So all year long, we'll be highlighting some of the most significant moments in Billy Graham's life leading up to his 100th birthday on November 7th, 2018. We've also just released a new video that addresses a topic Mr. Graham preached about often, living the Christian life. It's called Flying Blind, and it's all about sin, conviction, and the true redemption found only through Jesus Christ. I was a cheater. I was a liar. I didn't know what to say to God. I just knew I had to go to Jesus to confess and to repent. It is a really powerful film. If you want to watch it or order a free copy on DVD, go to flyingblindvideo.org. That's flyingblindvideo.org. On this episode of GPS, we've been talking with Roger Googe and his wife, Kay. Now, this may surprise you, but Roger says he wouldn't change what happened to his family on that Labor Day weekend back in 2010. So many good things have come from this. And you know, it doesn't matter if it's just, if it's just one person who's brought to Christ through our ordeal, that's worth it. Just one. I think one thing that you can take away from our story, it doesn't have to be a rescue from the ocean. In everyday trials that we go through, if you're his and you trust him, he'll give you that peace to get you through those valleys. Indeed he will. Wow, what an amazing story from Roger and Kay Googe, both last week and this week here on GPS. We hope that you have found it a blessing and an encouragement as well. And if somebody comes to mind that you think might be blessed by it, please share it with them. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. GPS, God People Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Ain't no stopping us here.